Welcome, besties, to the Menace to Society podcast. I am your host, Alexis Mason. And for today's summary of The True Lives of the Fabulous Killjoys, it is the very eventful part of the graphic novel. This is issues three and four, Teenage Lightning and Ghost. That's what they're titled. So it first starts off with um, after the riot if you will, protest, gathering of teenage individuals. And the girl was like, hey, I need to learn how to defend myself because this is getting serious, this revolution's getting serious. So they're kind of like at this little radio house, gas station mix, and they meet Dr. Death. And so he's actually a really important character because he doesn't really like narrate the story, but he helps give um, insight on the story. So... He's sort of like a father figure, but not really. So they're like talking, like she's shooting cans because how else are you supposed to practice how to shoot? And so Terry Cola is like, hey, this is how you do it. He holds the gun, pew, pew, pew. And then he mentions something like her mom. And then she starts crying and hugging the cat. Samesies, to be honest. Yeah, I would not be in a state to be talking about death after watching many people die. (laughs) Then they're like, okay, we gotta get moving. Uh, Veya, Vamos, and Val are kind of doing their own little thing, killing Drax, as, you know, we do, as they do. And Val is kind of like turning himself into the next party poison because he sees himself as like this big hero, you know, this mucho guy that is killing everything bad in sight. He is not a force to be reckoned with. Then, you know, the girl and Cherry Cola are walking through um, the desert getting water. There's just this random fridge (laughs) in the middle of the desert. And it has like magnets on it and it's so cute. But he's filling up water, he has a little wagon. And then they see this guy in a chair. <laughs> he literally looks disgusting. He looks like he has leprosy. Um, but it turns out in this current state of their society in fictional 2019, drugs do not exist. So wanna know what they do? Sit in the sun. Sit in the sun and get burned. Looking like little zombies. So, you know, obviously this guy gets really aggressive because he's in the middle of his drug use thing. You know, burning in the sun. And he kind of gets aggressive towards um, Cherry Cola and, like, chokes him out. And then the girl kind of, like, stands up for him. She's like, hey, you don't do that to my bestie. And he's like, whatever. Whatever kid hates you too, and he walks away. Um, they're still walking through the desert, and by now it's nighttime. And they're kind of just like, you know, life sucks. Um, I'm really thankful that you exist. So thankful that you exist. Then they run back into Bea, Vamos, and Val. Now all of them have gotten makeovers. And it's like, ooh, what's going on here? And Val is being really suspicious. And so is the cat. The cat is in everybody's business. Like, hitting 
a little radio and they're like having this little fire and talking about changing their appearances and Thalish is sitting in the corner like, I'm not like other girls. I'm thinking about death all the time. Okay, sure. And Val, do, you do you. <laughs> you do you. And then the chapter ends for them. And then it's more of a continuation of what course is going through and what the girls are going through. So the droids, the girls, were talking about, they're like, hey, we can't like keep living like this. Um, she's like walking home from social services and seeing red and then course is like hey bestie you guys have been planning to run away and she's like what no way and then they have a little shootout gets a little violent um blue goes back to their little apartment with red but she was only able to go there because because course was like hey you need to go right now. He literally like went up to her and was like, run. We're seeing a little shift in course. You know, he's not going to kill everybody. Same Z's. I'm not going to kill anybody either. Um, but he's sort of is like changing. He's like, I don't want to kill people anymore. And so she gets back to red. And they're like, we need to go. She is obviously dying. She's wigless. Okay, um, she's cracked. It's honestly horrifying to watch her. I'm not gonna lie, it is very horrifying to watch her. They're like, okay, fine. They get in their little dress, they get dressed up, and then they book it. They're like running. So that's their perspective of the chapter for them. And yeah, as mentioned earlier, Course was chasing or going after sort of like the mischievous people and kind of um but he was more so seeing like the underclass stealing and so you know blue was trying to steal something and then course catches her and so they have a little shootout and that's when he comes to the conclusion hmm, maybe i shouldn't kill people anymore um yeah so, now they're on the run, all of them, because now this is chapter four, and it's called Run. See, isn't that clever? So, um, you know, the scarecrows and Drax are kind of chasing red and blue, and they're like, we got to get out of the city in order to save everyone, um, everyone, but there's, you know, everyone including themselves. So... They're like running and then Red gets her foot caught in an escalator and because she is a robot, it comes clean off. And so they're like running and running. And then they say their final goodbyes because they get out of the city and Red explodes. <laughs> so she dies. It's not funny. It's actually really sad. She sort of is, you know, dying. She already was dying. And then, you know, the 
cord was plugged on her. <laughs> Wait, the cord was pulled on her. Sorry. So, and we see Blue also, like, running for her life. Like, where is she going? I don't know. Um, and Red is just left in the city being dead. <sighs> A lot to unpack there. So, but from Corsa's perspective, um, you know, he told Blue to run and he's like doing his job. We're going to put that in quotation marks. He's doing his job, but not really because whatever, you know, he's a scarecrow, doesn't want to do this anymore. So he goes back home and he sees his little bestie um, and is like, hi, um, I can't be home right now. Um, I have to go back to work. And his bestie is like, hey, you can just stay. Don't be shy, stay. Um, and then Corsa's is like, I gotta go. I gotta go. So he goes into this elevator and then his boss uh, figures out that his bestie exists. So you want to know what she does? She kills him. Because you can't be in love and be a good murderer. Um, so yeah, she kills him, and Corsa is really angry, and so he runs towards, you know, his love, and he's, like, crying. It's absolutely so sad. Like, it was very graphic. Um, so we kind of just see, like, the inside of Better Living Industries a little bit further, um, because, you know, this head is, like, the head of Better Living Industries is, like, taking advantage of every single one of her, um, people, including Corsa, and yeah she like abuses all of her employees and has eyes on them everywhere so course is automatically broken up now on the other hand with the girl cherry cola and vea and vamos they're sort of going throughout their day kind of trying to do target practice um after waking up at camp, you know, they're kind of like messing around. And for some reason, Val has somebody tied to a pole. I think it was one of the Drax or an already dead person. But, you know, Val is like killing this guy. And the girl is like, you need, really need to not do that. Because, you know, he's moving. Like she saw him move. And so she has like a heart actually in her. I'm like, Val and is wanting to help him and she gets kind of angry and it cuts there because she's being like made fun of for having a heart um then they're at a birthday party so yeah, they're at a birthday party, they're singing, dancing, it's very much a rave, they have drugs and another substance and other substances and it kind of just shows how the girl like doesn't really fit in and she wants to leave. So she leaves and she goes and finds or well she doesn't really go and finds, but she goes back to her little camp 
and you know so she's back at her little camp and then she goes to um where dr d is her bestie sort of like her father figure as i mentioned before and val kills him because he's very paranoid and thinks that dr d is working for better living industries so she kind of just like watched everybody die and then the cat okay the cat sees this all and sort of it is built up the all like it has built up all of the emotion and all of the contention within each character and how they have problems with each other right now val is looking very much like a bad guy how he killed so many people that didn't deserve to die and then we of course on the other hand that does not want to do that it's sort of balancing out that even though he works for the bad people and then we see the rise of blue what happens next in you know chapters five and six let's go find out